Welcome. You're listening to Women's Health and Beyond with Dr. David Goslin, the only podcast for women providing a physician's point of view on everything relating to women's health, sexual medicine, and cosmetic gynecology. Get ready to discover the latest and hottest topics in women's health and how they relate to you. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Women's Health and Beyond. This is Dr. David Goslin. Today, I got to tell you guys, we're in for a treat because Dr. Keon Karimi, world-renowned plastics surgeon, ENT surgeon, master injector, entrepreneur, sits on many, many boards, has done more in his 10-year career. I don't know how many years has it been, 10 years? Yeah. And probably most 99% of physicians do in a lifetime. So I can't wait to hear what he has to say, but today we're going to actually focus on something a little bit of outside of aesthetics. We're going to focus on pain management and all the benefits of CBD because he's created a company called Heal MD, which is really blowing up and it's in my office. It's in so many practitioners' office because there's so many good positive benefits to it. So welcome, Dr. Keon Karimi to the show. Thank you so much, uh, David. I really appreciate being here. And, you know, I could go on and on about you, but I think all your viewers already know how awesome you are. So I won't uh, reciprocate. Uh, thank you, buddy. So tell me, I want to know a little bit about you because I want everybody to know about you. So you're not originally from Los Angeles, are you? That's correct. Actually, I'm originally from Indiana. So I was born and raised in, uh, in Indiana. So I'm a rare uh, Indiana Persian, uh, but there are a few of us out there. Um, <laughs> we got we got kind of stuck on the way from D.C. to L.A. Some of us got stuck in the Midwest. So, so funny. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so my background, as you said, I'm an um, ENT facial plastic surgeon and uh, practice here in Los Angeles in, in uh, your building, in fact. Um, and I, um, half of my practice is surgical, uh, specializing in rhinoplasty, revision rhinoplasty, basic neck lifting procedures, and then all kinds of you know, other different uh, facial procedures. And the other half of my practice is non-surgical. So I spend a lot of time doing lasers, injections, like you mentioned, uh, thread lifts, um, you know, and blood plasma therapy, autologous blood therapy. So I really, it really keeps the, the practice very diverse uh, and it keeps my interests very diverse. So, Keon, I'm just going to call you by your first name. Yeah, yeah, okay? please. Absolutely. Um, so I just want to tell the audience a little a little unknown fact, which is the only reason, you know, I got into cosmetics for the last few years, and it's actually been a phenomenal experience to go through it. But you were really a catalyst for this because I had the honor of delivering your, your, your son. And <laughs> as a gift, Keon, and I want you guys to know, anybody who trains with Dr. Karimi, um, whether it's physician, nurse practitioners, um, nurses, you're, you're not only getting a master injector experience, but if you just say that you've trained with him, you're immediately elevated to the next level. And so, and so as a gift, when I delivered his son, he said to me, listen, I know you really want to get into this. Let me help you out. And he spent hours with me in the cadaver lab, uh, looking at facial anatomy, teaching me the different planes, how to inject, where threads go. And I got to spend some time hands-on in his office. By the way, it's an amazing office. And really, uh, it's thanks to you that I'm able to do what I'm doing today. So I appreciate you for all that. Of course. No, no. I mean, it's, I think it really um, goes hand in hand with what you do. And so I'm really happy that you've expanded that part of your practice. It makes a lot of sense. Thank you. So before COVID, 
Keon and his team came up to my office and said, look, we're, we're starting this new company. And they, they debriefed me on CBD and its effects. And, and at first I was like, wow, that's an interesting angle. And it's really in my practice have shown so many benefits and, and then I'll leave it up, all up to you, but post-surgically, instead of taking narcotics and getting so many of the harmful effects of narcotics, we're using CBD quite well and with great results and, and obviously less taxing on your body and, and so many benefits to using it. So how did you get into it and, and, and why did you do it? I wanna know all about your, your train of thought and how this happened and where it's headed. Yeah, well, it's a very interesting story. So um, like many of us, both physicians and lay people, I was like hearing about CBD all the time, especially over the last few years. And to the point where, you know, I go to get my coffee and for a few extra bucks, I can get CBD in it. And I'm like, why the hell would I do that? <laughs> that, seems, that seems ridiculous. And I had a lot of um, misconceptions about CBD, like a lot of people do, like that it's, it's weed, it's, it's THC, it's marijuana, it's, it's a stimulating effect. And as physicians, you know, we're really kind of like, you know, we utilize prescribed medications in our practice when it's appropriate, especially, you know, narcotics post-operatively for pain, but to, to ingest and to promote and to put my name on something that had that association to me at first was a complete no-go. So then um, I have to give credit to my business partner, uh, Brian, he kind of, uh, he's one of my medical assistants and he's really into health and nutrition and you know, all the things out there. And two years ago, he's like, hey doc, you know, this CBD thing, there, there's a lot to it. And you know, as, as you mentioned, Dave, I had a lot of balls in the air. So CBD was not on my radar. It was not on my priority list. And the, the pivotal moment that kind of shifted my thinking was when I started reading the literature on CBD for seizures. And in fact, that is the only current FDA indication for CBD is for epilepsy and for seizures. And it's been, and, and that's been you know, gone through the scrutiny of the Food and Drug Administration. So I said, wait a second, there's something to this. So if, if I may, uh, David, I'm just gonna kind of show um, a little PowerPoint here. Oh, can you allow me to share my screen? Because this, I think, gives a really good. I'm just going to do a kind of a comprehensive what my findings were on terms of the science of CBD. Because I think this is important to understand. Yeah, please do. Can you do it now? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Can you see my screen? Yep. Okay. So, um, so basically, yes, that this is you know formulated in the U.S. But let me just go through uh, a little bit of the background here. So the, the first question is, what the heck is CBD? <laughs> so CBD is actually, it's hemp. So it's from the cannabis sativa plant, but it's cannabidiol. So it's not THC. It's not, you know, um, it's not marijuana. And in fact, pure CBD by def definition in the United States has less than 0.3% THC. So it is actually, you know, from a plant and a lot of medications and things that we use are from, from plants. So, you know, there's a whole process to extract CBD and we actually work directly with the farmers and my you know, partner and I have the, the, the hemp uh, process right here in, uh, in Southern California. Um, so like, you know, like it says here, it's just like extracting MCT oil from coconuts. So a lot of people are familiar with, with MCT oil, especially people that are, that are on, you know, certain kind of diets. So this is what was really interesting to me. So the cannabinoids, I thought cannabinoids were just cannabinoids, but we actually have 
an endocannabinoid system in our own bodies. So we, we ourselves make cannabinoids in our bodies, both central nervous system and also peripherally. So we make it centrally and we make it in our skin and our immune system. So when you hear about cannabinoids or CBD, endocannabinoids are made by, by humans and by animals. Phytocannabinoids, which is what HeLMD is, are made from plants. So that's from the hemp. And then synthetic cannabinoids are made in the, um, in the lab. So, so this is just a, a general overview, but this is kind of tells you the, the potential and the power of, of the endocannabinoid system, because we're going to talk about, you know, how it works for sleep, how it works for pain, uh, and also how it works for the skin, which is very exciting and, and aesthetics. And essentially, there are two receptors that have been described. And this is all like recent stuff, you know, the last, less than a decade. The CB1 receptors, which are going to be our central receptors in our brains and our nervous system. So this is how it works to help you sleep, stress, anxiety, etc. And then CB2 receptors are the ones that are in our skin uh, and other organs. So this is how it helps with inflammatory conditions of the skin, with acne, um, and with uh, uh, anti-inflammation. So this is just showing a typical you know, report of CBD. Now, again, CBD has had some bad press. I believe it was Dr. Oz a few years ago. They did like a undercover expose of CBD products and they found a lot of garbage. Like they found, um, they found like pollutants, pesticide, you know, the bottle said it had so many milligrams and only had half the milligrams. So currently right now, one of the um, uh, weaknesses of the CBD market is the lack of regulation and the lack of uh, kind of standardization across the board. So, so that's why I really took it to say once I believed in the science and the utility for myself and my patients, I said, let's make this standard. And so making sure the concentrations are what they say they are and that we pair it with other things that are going to be useful for different situations. So now come full circle to where we're at now. So we've got, you know, all these different products, which essentially we are going to use in different types of, of settings. So one thing that you mentioned, David, which is a passion of mine, and I'm going to kind of be bold here, but I foresee that in maybe 10 years or less, that narcotics will no longer be the standard of care for post-operative pain. And, and so as we get better and better with non-steroidals, like, you know, things like Advil or ibuprofen, I'm sure everyone's familiar with, or their cousins, as we get more familiar with being able to control pain regionally, so we, we can put long acting, there's like long acting lidocaines now that you can put in, in areas and in wounds. And as we get better with things like CBD to, to help with pain, um, I, I really, I mean, in my own practice, I have started limiting the narcotic uh, prescriptions so much. And in fact, the narcotics now are just a breakthrough. They're just, uh, just in case. And I would say well over half of my patients do not utilize narcotics after surgeries. And I'm talking major surgeries, facelifts, rhinoplasties, you know, et cetera. So again, there's a whole different skew here and we have, you know, the different uh, protocols and things that we, that we use. But I wanna show some kind of cool stuff that's happening with the skin um, because this is kind of easy to see. You see before and afters and whatnot. So you know, usually we say don't microneedle or don't touch skin that has active acne. But if you look at the pathways of CBD and specifically the CB2 uh, receptors, it very much reminds you of a medication called Accutane, which some of you may have had the displeasure of being on. I had the displeasure of being on it as an adolescent. 
Um, it's, it's isotretinoin. It's basically uh, an extremely, extremely powerful modifier of the sebaceous gland and of the sebaceous, pilosebaceous unit in the skin. It's a miracle for acne, but it's like, there's a lot of side effects. You have to get lab testing because it's toxic to the liver, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so the, CB the CB2 receptor pathways is very similar to the Accutane pathways. And actually now, anecdotally, we have saved many patients from being on Accutane. People with cystic acne, you know, this is tough acne. This is like darker skin type, you know, really bad acne, young girl in college and literally was about to go on Accutane. And I was like, wait, let's give it a shot. And you can see how, you know, she still has some pigmentation from the acne, but it's basically turned off the uh, inflammatory active component of the acne. Um, and so this is incredible after just a couple of treatments of microneedling with topical CBD oil um, to, get this, uh, to get this effect. Here's a young African-American man who had really bad acne. And every time he gets acne, it hyperpigments his skin. And so it's a real kind of, uh, you know, he was embarrassed by it. He's such an, you know, he's an attractive young man, but he's, he felt his confidence is, is rocked by this acne. And you can see after one treatment, um, how much improvement there is. And this is life-changing without having to go on um, Accutane. So anyways, that's, and there's a lot of other different indications for it, but it's, it's really exciting stuff, David. And, you know, we're using it for, you know, pre-procedure anxiety. So the high dose tincture, you know, which is the 3000 uh, units in there, we actually allow our patients to do a tincture under their tongue. But remember, there's no THC in it. So it's not stimulating. You don't get high. You can drive. Uh, it, it really is, it's a very like powerful relaxing effect. And then of course, there's the topicals that we'll use after procedures. I'll use it after Botox fillers, uh, and after surgical procedures to help with inflammation. So it's, it's super exciting stuff. And I think we're just like right at the tip of the iceberg for the potential for CBD in medicine. Well, that was extremely educational. Thank you. I got to tell you, I really learned a lot, but aside from post-surgical, I think we're all super excited about some of the skincare uh, improvements that we're seeing. What other uses are you seeing or potentially going to see with CBD in, in, in aesthetics? So I foresee CBD being part of a lot of skincare lines. It hasn't happened yet uh, because I think, again, people are trying to figure out the, the formulation of it. But I guarantee you, um, if, you know, if it hasn't already happened in, in a few years, you're going to be seeing CBD in a lot of skincare because it controls the inflammatory component. I don't know if it does anything for collagen boosting or for, you know, the vitality of the skin or for the, you know, elastin in our skin, which is another very important component of uh, skin vitality. So currently it, it does have antibacterial properties, which is nice because, you know, again, if you have acne or if you have a procedure done, it's good for that. But in terms of, to answer your question for daily skincare, you know, a lot of our skin issues are inflammatory, rosacea, acne, um, you know, different people have different skin conditions, psoriasis, you know, they get plaques all around their scalps and around their ears, eczema. This is where CBD is incredible. And so to that regard, I see it as being a very powerful player. So if you have eczema or any of these skin conditions, are you recommending daily use what, once, twice a day? I, I'm actually doing twice, twice daily use. Um, so I would use it basically like I would use a steroid, but I don't, it doesn't have the downsides that, that steroids can have um, on, on use of the skin, like thinning the skin, et cetera. 
So I'm actually using it uh, for my patients with eczema and I've had an incredible response. And there's actually a, some really good dermatology literature to support the, uh, the clinical application of using it for eczema. Well, I got to tell you, my daughter has really bad eczema right now. Okay. And I'm going to take it home and use it. <laughs> there you go. For sure. Yeah, no, I'm serious. It, it really, I, I think you're, you're, you will definitely see a, a benefit from that. So everybody, just to kind of recap, because I just want to make sure everybody understands the indications. We're talking about CBD, non-THC being used both pre and post-surgical, pre and post-laser treatments, post-Botox or fillers um, for skin conditions. In sexual medicine, I'm actually recommending CBD oils vaginally. Um, we've seen some great effects as far as decreasing painful intercourse, vestibulitis, um, even deep pelvic pain and, and, and severe cramping. So, so many benefits, both in sexual medicine and aesthetics and medical use. Right. So one, one use I didn't mention, and this is something I use every evening, is the sleep CBD. So the sleep CBD does have uh, three milligrams of uh, melatonin per a one ml dropper, which is not enough melatonin to suppress your own body's production of melatonin, but a little bit to help you sleep. But the melatonin CBD combination, uh, and I wear one of these like sleep trackers and fitness trackers, my data has gone off the charts for my sleep quality, how much time I spend in deep sleep. And I think it's the, it's the relaxing effect of it in addition to the melatonin, which has made it an indispensable part of my sleep routine. All right, so we got we to gotta know, where do we get this stuff? <laughs> so um, healmd.us, I believe, is the site. Um, is that correct? Yes, healmd.us. You want to um, share the screen and, and show everybody your yeah. website? Yeah, let me, let me do that. Okay, so this is the, um, the website. Uh, that you know you will allow uh, consumers to uh, purchase directly, and of course you can get it at offices like like yours. We're actually in, um, I believe, now 50 offices around the country, um, and so you know that doesn't seem like a big number, but that it's it's really it is a big number growing very fast, um, and the the kind of the, the offices and the practices that that get it are uh, uh, starting to utilize this um, in their practices. Well. Thank you for being you, Kion, because really you're, you're, you're one of my inspirations and, and role models, and you're, and you're like a decade younger than I am. But anyways, keep up the amazing work. You're, you're inspiring so many people and helping so many people, and I know I'm going to be trying CBD. I know my patients will be trying it, and they'll definitely be using HealMD because I know if it's coming from you, it's a really good source, and I think that's really important. Because I know you've taken the time to really research and do your good due diligence. Thank you, brother. Yeah, thanks, man. You're Great the best. to see you, and we'll see you soon. Thanks All for right. having me on the show. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of Women's Health and Beyond with Dr. David Goslin. If you found this episode informative, be sure to subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to ask Dr. Goslin a question, please visit our website at www.davidgoslin.com or connect on all social media platforms at David Goslin. We'll see you next week for another episode.